0: welcome to the mountain nerds my name is caleb i'm cameron and this week we are doing part two of our monsters versus Mm -hmm. heroes we are talking about the heroes um and we have returning guest lj lowry from geeks under grace
1: it's return of the geeks under grace (laughs) (laughs) this
0: week we are talking about our heroes versus monsters um so yeah i'm super excited to hear what you guys have for heroes um i think i Mm. got a pretty good list um so let's this time. I kind of went. I, I led the monster. So LJ, why don't you take our heroes first? You go. Um, let's go uh, bottom on the list, number five.
1: Okay. Um. I, I switched I I switched some stuff around because when you said heroes, I, my mind automatically went to like comic books, mm-hmm. and so I was like, you <laughs> like know what? Let me sw- let me let me switch it up a little bit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like superheroes. Um, my first here, my first hero is the doom slayer from doom nice. from the game series Classic. doom yeah and so like a lot of people know i'm, I'm, a, I'm, a, I'm a fan of that series but i feel like he um... was he
0: was this this list was doomed from the start
1: <laughs>
0: uh... i knew you were gonna put that on your list lj
1: well yeah, so I, I I did have somebody else in that spot, but I switched it when I when mm-hmm. I realized like oh okay this is I think I should think broader. Um, but I, the thing I like about the Doom Slayer is that uh, over the series he started off just as a guy that got stuck on Mars and had to deal and had to fight his way out basically and eventually into hell, um, and fight and fight against all these demons. So it was that way for Doom One to and three but then with the recent games they kind of flipped that on its head which he was still trapped on a planet but this time he's a force to be reckoned with this time the demons are afraid of you you're the real monster in that game (laughs) um and so i just uh and and so that's part of why i like playing video games too is that like I like that power fantasy aspect of it. Like, Mm -hmm. I want to be a hero. I want to be someone, someone who can save the day, you know, and be immersed in whatever world I'm in. Which is why games like Dark Souls and stuff, where like they're difficult and they make you feel so underpowered, and why they're so difficult, aren't really my thing. But Doom is the perfect example of I want to turn on a video game and just shoot some stuff, or I want to turn on a video Mm -hmm. game and just kick some butt because I had a rough day or whatever. No, LJ, no. let me
0: ask you this. What did Go you ahead. think of, um, was it Carl Urban in the oh, Doom Oh, yes, movie? yes. What did yeah. you think of his portrayal as, well, they call it a Doom guy.
1: Well, so that, that, that movie did something very clever. Um, even though it's like, I, I'd have to watch it again because it's been a very long time. But I love how through that whole movie, or, and at least through the advertising, they made you think Dwayne Johnson, The Rock, was like the hero of that movie. <laughs> and spoilers, it it ended up not being that way. Um so having like Carl Urban kind of like low key be like the true like guy to save the day. Mm-hmm. I thought that was a good move and that was like one of the first things I'd ever seen Carl Urban in. Um because then he showed up in Dread and then The Boys and all that stuff. Um but I like that that scene too. They did the whole like first person scene. Yeah. I thought it was scenes. I thought it was a clever concept and I thought the idea of you know mm-hmm. of the the uh, misdirection of the roles was really cool. Um, so I'll have to watch that movie again just to see how I still feel about it. Mm-hmm. Apparently, they made another one a couple years ago that was just apparently pretty bad. So I didn't even give it the time of day. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, the games are just like and the Doomslayer. He's he's this force to be reckoned with. He's you know he's he's he's, he's vicious. You know, there's all those glory kills and executions you can do to these demons the demon can be three times the size and he's still gonna find a way to kill it um yeah i love it it's those games are the perfect power fantasy like you just want to go in and tear up some demons like that's those games are are where it's at for that Uh, so yeah Mm -hmm. (laughs) that's my that's my number five all right cameron
0: give us your number five hero
2: yeah and uh I came up with a few back backups this time around because I know last time uh, <laughs> my, my number one and my backup number one got chosen. And I'm fairly certain one of y'all has to have my number one. And if y'all don't, oh I'm actually going to be really surprised. So we'll see. But for now, uh, my number five, um, a movie that's got that got kind of a cult following, but not was not really well respected at all. Um, I got to go with Hansel and Gretel Witch Hunters. Um, okay, oh, I some... actually I've
0: seen that movie. I've, yeah, seen, I've seen parts of it.
2: Um, It's just it's such a weird but I don't know cool take to me on just you know these time-worn characters and yeah they're just a couple of badasses in this movie and I I love the ingenuity and I love I love their resilience and just yeah we're going up against some witches and hey witches are actually a lot tougher than you think um (laughs) Mm -hmm. I, I I love all the you know, part of it's kind of steampunk, but part of it's just blatant anachronisms in the movie. And I, I love how they use that to their advantage. You know, it's it's black powder machine guns they got going on. You know, mm. I, I, mm-hmm. I I love that in the movie. And I think, and yeah, I think there's some uh, I think there's some strong leads, and uh, I have fun watching them. So yeah, Hansel and Gretel, man
0: you know mm-hmm. what i completely lied to you cameron i've never seen that movie you know what movie i was thinking of i was thinking What's of the, that? the brothers Grimm. that's what i was thinking of okay okay yeah yeah that's <laughs> the it which i think it had probably a little bit of a similar kind of plot i think
1: well, similar like f- probably like like fantasy, fantasy. Like fairy tale yeah style mm-hmm. thing it, yeah it was like
0: the two brothers and they were like hunter you know they were kind of like these like yeah. I, I, it's been a long time since i've seen that movie
2: um, did it come did out it? around the same time because i do remember i, think it did. I do remember looking think, at a red box and them having to clarify this is not that movie
1: you know yeah
0: i think what it is is it's it was one of those like um uh like deep impact armageddon kind of things i mm-hmm. think where I was like they released like two very similar movies out at the same time, which yeah. by the way, I, I have to mention this because I think it's hilarious. So when I was looking up my movies and I would last, last step, uh, last um, part of this, when we talked about monsters, I mentioned uh, Pacific Rim. Well, I looked up and there's a mo a mockbuster called atlantic room oh my Yes, yeah. like oh my. are you serious <laughs> yeah, right now that sure is. are you serious Yeah, yeah. um which it, that took me down a rabbit hole that i don't even want to talk <laughs> about but uh <laughs> but yes so let me talk, tell you guys about my number five my number five is from a little from a character from a little game called gears of war and Ooh. it is marcus phoenix um, he's kind of the lead character in the first three Gears games. Mm-hmm. Um, he does come back, so I've only played, I've played Gears 4, but I haven't gotten super far, like, enough to where, like, I know what exactly happens with him, but he is in that game as a supporting character as well. But Marcus Phoenix is, like, kind of the face of the Gears up to this point,
1: mm-hmm. and he
0: is just taking them out. Um, if anybody has never played Gears of War, and you're kind of squeamish to, like, gore and stuff i don't suggest playing it because it's a very gory game um like one of your guns is like a chainsaw machine yeah. bat, which is insane <laughs> in the game yeah. um, but you are taking out these monsters called the locust um and you're playing as these like super soldiers called gears and which marcus phoenix is like the the main gear uh the first game he is uh I, th- I don't really remember why i think it was like he went awol or something but he's like in this like, coming out of prison, they, like, rescue him out of this, like, prison mm-hmm. um, that's being um, overrun by Locust. And you kind of just go and you, you kind of develop the story around Marcus and his, his buddy. Um, if you play with, like, another player, there's Dom, um, which he's in the game as, like, an AI character. Like, if you don't, but uh, me and my brother, and, and the game kind of holds special in my heart because me and my brother always play. we played the Gears Wars together. Um, we mm. actually just played Gears Four and we we still have a little bit more of that one. But I played Marcus, he played Dom. You know, that was kind of what we did. And so that the game kinda like holds a special place in my heart. Um, but yeah, that 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 is my number five. Um, let's go with our number four. Cameron, why don't you kick us off with that
2: one? <laughs> um, let's <laughs> see. Um I got two that I'm kinda gonna lump together because they're very similar and I don't I I don't think the average person is gonna know either one of these, but shout out to these. Um I'm going with Aaron from Your Next and Wit from Preservation. These are two kind of mm. low budget. Um, Your
1: Next is a pretty decent movie, actually. That's a good one.
2: I know Your Next got some attention that I've seen. I, I have heard some people talk about it, but um, yeah, they're both kind of survival slasher films of sorts. Yeah. Um, Your Next is you know a girl's going with her family t- or t- with her boyfriend's family to some cabin in the woods that suddenly is set upon by people hunting them down.
1: Mm -hmm. And
2: it was the first time I ever just saw the whole damsel thing flipped, like in a basic slasher. You've seen, I've seen this in like other different kinds of films, but like just a film Mm -hmm. that looks like your run of the mill slasher. It's like, Oh, but her dad was a Navy SEAL and she Mm -hmm. actually knows how to defend herself pretty dang well. And she starts setting up these almost like home alone esque traps for them. And I just remember Mm -hmm. thinking like, yeah, yeah. Love this as a lead character. Um, wit for, from preservation is um she doesn't have the uh the skills as much but I, I think I I like to give a shout out to preservation because it was such a nice a nice little surprise it, it's not I, I don't know it doesn't like shatter too many expectations but it's you know um, a woman and her brother or, or a woman and her husband go out camping with his brother uh, the next morning they find all their stuff is stolen and they're mm. being they're being hunted by people Like, almost like for sports, basically. Mm. And, uh, yeah, she just, she pulls out some great ingenuity in the film. And, um, and it's just, it's nice to see, uh, them fighting back against very human characters. It's not like going up against a Jason Voorhees where they just feel no pain and just are Mm -hmm. unstoppable. So it, it, I thought that was refreshing. Um, preservation, if you get a chance, uh, it's got a good score in cinematography and, uh, pretty thrilling uh I, mm. I had a good time with that and yeah what comes out pretty good mm.
1: awesome mm.
0: all right uh lj what's your number four
1: hmm. okay my, my number four um technically because of nostalgia and recency like it probably should be like number five but I, i've been I've, i'm trying to broaden my er, initial selection i had so for number four i have listed um uh i, I um uh, yagami from the recent game i've been playing lost judgment mm-hmm. um i believe his full name is takahita yagami um uh, yagami and so his buddy kaito calls him talk all the time for short um but, wait uh, and this... the power of juju no <laughs> <laughs> wow that's a that's an old call that's a throwback um yeah. <laughs> but um and this is a more recent character I, i've grown uh-huh. to to really like um so it Judgment is a spinoff of the Yakuza game series, which focuses on the ma- on like the mafia in Japan. But um, the reason why I, I-, I was kind of thinking of this character in my head too is not only because I've been working on coverage of that game, but I love how that game is very much feels like a crime television show as I'm playing a game. And this character, Yagami, he, uh, he's got a very interesting story because uh, the beginning of the first game, He's actually a lawyer, and so he managed to, so apparently in Japan, um, there is like a 99 point something percentage conviction rate, and, and uh, it's it's crazy because like most of the time it's just, you know, you're already, you know, you're already bringing dishonor to, to your family, basically. You're, you're bringing dishonor to yourself and your name, and like most of the time they don't even try to just try to get an innocent verdict. Mm-hmm. um and so it's it's one of those things that the crime rate is so ridiculous most people don't even try but at the beginning of this game he uh gets a man off innocent for a murder um and so later on he finds out that um so later later on after that happens the the there's another victim and it's and um it's believed that it's the person he let off so uh from that point he decides well i'm not going to be a lawyer i'm going to be a detective because i want to fix these things on the ground floor um, he he's a very inspired uh, kung fu inspired character. Like he's got all these like kung fu moves. Like you end up in a lot of fights with a lot of mafia gangsters and stuff. But uh, he's very kung fu movie inspired. He's actually his likeness is actually a Japanese like pop star and stuff, which which I think is really cool. They chose somebody's mm-hmm. actual likeness. Mm-hmm. But um, the story, just the way the stories have been in both of these games, have been like so good. Um, a lot of character, the supporting cast is great, but. You know, he's just like a classic detective type. He's like like the no, I'm going to push even further because we need to get mm-hmm. to the bottom of it kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Um, and I just love being in that in that role in that game, like helping figure out what's going on and then you get those aha moments that make you want to play even further and you don't want to stop until it's done. Um I just think he's a really cool character for a Japanese crime thriller that feels very much like a TV show but it's a video game.
2: Mhm.
1: yeah so that's my number four awesome Mm
0: -hmm. all right my number four is joel from the last of us i don't want to talk about the second movie or the second game but (laughs) i think like i just like the character of joel like he's just Mm -hmm. like this this hardened guy who's trying to survive this zombie apocalypse kind of we've we've heard the story before Mm -hmm. um but in this case now he's he's taking care of this girl and he feels just you know for this this hardened guy he just feels this this thing of compassion um and you get to see and, some vulnerability yeah absolutely <clears> throat> um throat> mm-hmm. so i'm actually really excited to see how pedro pascal is going to portray joel with yes, uh, his portrayal in, joel in live action um it, i'm just, i'm looking forward to it i think mm. it's it's going to be great i don't have too much more to say about it but um i just i really love that character um yeah just fantastic character Mm -hmm. so we'll go with um our number three um and i so last time i mentioned that i like the monsters from a quiet place Mm -hmm. this time i for my heroes i want to talk about the abbott family Mm -hmm. um the um just this family that's trying to survive from these monsters you know, these monsters are, are, are they, they've kind of figured out how to live while others c- can't. You know, and mm-hmm. kind of a little, I won't even say spoiler. It was the very beginning of the movie. We find out they, they lost their son to these monsters, uh, which was heartbreaking, absolutely heartbreaking. But then you find mm-hmm. out that the, uh, the the mother is pregnant. Um, and so they're, they're just trying Ugh. to survive. They're trying to figure out how um, to live in this world that's just... Mm-hmm ravage how are they gonna bring a baby into this world yeah. you know one of the daughter is
2: is deaf and so and that's given them you know, that she... that's given them that advantage that, that other people didn't have they're able to communicate without
0: which is which is great to see you know and, and it's just uh you know i i really the quiet place is like one of my top favorite movies i love that yeah, movie so much and like the, the monsters the heroes all of it is just fantastic mm-hmm. um you know very very much it's it's just really cool because a lot of this these post-apocalyptic films and all these post-apocalyptic things that like games films whatever that we see it's always like one character maybe like a kid you know like a a adult man has a kid or whatever and they're trying to survive or whatever Mm -hmm. you know but this this is like one of the few films out there we actually have a family trying to survive in this post-apocalyptic
2: yeah you
0: know especially a pregnant woman Mm -hmm. who's like having a baby and screaming and there's monsters that like react to sound it's it's just crazy and and they have to figure out what to do Mm -hmm. and it's just it's just a great film and then the like kind of the second one um i think cameron you probably were about to say this but the second one you know we kind of focus on on you know what happens next yeah um, the, the first film something happened i won't spoil this one the first film something happens <laughs> to one of the characters and we're kind of left like well okay now they have to you know what what now what do they yeah. do Mm-hmm. um and and so it's it's just a great film i i recommend mm. it if you're not a fan of like super scary stuff i'm not i hate super scary stuff this is not i would say this is it's more thriller than horror yeah like I even just like my parents elements. were able
1: to watch these movies which absolutely. is cool
2: so go yeah. go check out a quiet place and the second one they're both great films All right. <laughs> and isn't it such a nice extra little gift that you're seeing a real life husband and wife together on screen absolutely
0: that's but, so well, that, that was the best part.
2: <laughs> that was one of the best
0: parts because the chemistry was real. Mm-hmm. You know, it wasn't like this, like fake chemistry. It was real. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. So you really got to feel like, like this husband and wife, these characters like really came alive mm-hmm. on screen because of that.
2: Yeah. Um,
0: but yeah. All right. Well, that was my three camera. What's, what's your number three?
2: Um, I'm going to go with, uh, Paul Sheldon from misery. um, Misery was a a book that I really liked, and I've heard that it's one of the better Stephen King adaptions to movies, Mm. and um, with Misery, a lot of people give give a lot of attention to Annie Wilkes, uh, the villain, of course, a monster in her own right, but it's like, I gotta give a lot to uh, the character Paul Sheldon as well. Um, For those who don't know, Misery is about a story of a famous author who, after a car wreck breaks both of his legs but is taken in by a woman uh who nurses him back to health and claims to be his number bates. One, yes yeah. um and who claims to be his number one fan but he slowly realizes she's psychotic and she starts holding him prisoner there uh oh, kathy bates okay. i have yeah. seen this yeah kind of like what i said last week about People say, like, I bring up Deep Blue Sea, and they're like, wait, is that the one where Samuel L. Jackson uh-huh. with Misery, it's, oh, wait, is that the one where she takes the sledgehammer? And it's like, yes. yes <laughs>
1: that's, yeah. um, it's
2: one of the more uh, memorable... It's one you that know gets what? parodied
1: I, a lot, too. I
2: will mm-hmm. say,
0: uh, speaking of parodied, I remember watching... And I don't really watch the show too much anymore, but I did a long time ago. But Family Guy actually did a parody of it <laughs> yes. yeah. with Brian and Stewie.
1: Uh, and it was
2: it was pretty great.
1: That's where my mind actually went to the more. <laughs> yeah. I was like, oh, not only have I seen this movie, but I've seen this see the parody. <laughs> yeah. yeah, And
2: yeah. it's um, so, yeah, Kathy Bates won the Oscar, which I didn't know this. Apparently, this is the only Stephen King adaption to have won an Oscar specifically wow. for that. And nice. I read that in casting, a lot of big name actors turned down the role because they they didn't want to be sidelined by the character Annie, which, I mean, mm. it, it's fair enough. J- James Caan plays the role and it's like, yeah, he didn't get any, any nominations, but it's like, I got to give a lot of credit to it just because, you know, he's got he's to gotta yeah. emote so much, even though he's so limited. And mm-hmm. as far as the character goes, he's got to just constantly be on his feet and everything he says is either a facade or has a double meaning because he's like, I gotta watch what I say around this lady because she is in complete control of me. But oh, in the climax, when the tables have turned and he takes full advantage of that, it is so satisfying. This is such a satisfying villain demise. Um, Mm -hmm. Yeah. Misery. Great film.
1: right, Awesome. LJ? Uh, I'm gonna go into a little bit of comic book stuff now with my number three. Um, I, for number three, I chose Spider-Man because (laughs) um, more recently, like I've always liked Spider-Man since I was a kid, since the um, cartoon days on Fox kids, Fox kids and stuff. But recently, um, much like the character of Sonic the Hedgehog, I got my nephew to be, I got my nephew to be a Spider-Man fan (laughs) <laughs> um so so as he as i show him more spider-man related stuff i'm reminded of how much i like this character and how i enjoy like most of the movies fairly mm-hmm. well um i've I, I started watching the amazing series uh, movies uh the amazing spider-man movies again recently Um, mm-hmm. uh, which there were there was a lot of cool things that i, I like about that first one um, but just and then like even Venom, like I'm just so like soaked in a bunch of like Spider Man stuff lately. Mm-hmm. Um, just that game. I always go back to the video game just for a little while and I like that character. Um the even into the Spider-Verse had a had a thing that I really like about mm-hmm. um it's it's different than Peter Parker, obviously. But the whole message of that movie was about anyone can wear the mask and so I love how Spider-Man is portrayed in all these different ways, Mm -hmm. you know, the young, the young, silly high school kid. And then there's also the, the, you know, the, the way they show, like when he's like an, an adult and he's trying to live and, you know, he's, he's married at one point and he's, you know, he has family and stuff. So like you get to see like Peter Parker through like all walks of life and in various forms of media. So yep. I, I, he, um, to me, he's just so iconic, and so that's why I was like, you know, I gotta listen.
0: LJ, I was gonna say when you said family, and he takes off the mask, and it's it's Don Toretto. It's like nothing stronger than family.
1: <laughs> 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 oh man! Every
0: time I hear anything about family, that's what I think of. I think of yep. Don Toretto. Yep. Um, yeah, <laughs>
1: that's awesome. All right. Yeah. Well, number two, uh, give us go ahead and give us our, your number two as well. Okay, number two um this one i i'm gonna say is more from a movie standpoint even though it is a comic book hero but uh, my number two is hellboy yes it it is specifically ron perlman's portrayal that made me a fan of hellboy like i've read some of the comics and stuff like but ron perlman did a such a cool job and i just remember seeing the trailer for it and my brother showing me like he's like yeah you might like this like this looks pretty cool and so from then on, like we went to see the movie, and I was like, okay, like I, I really dig this character. I dig everything he's about. He's mm-hmm. a misunderstood character. He's the complete opposite of, you know. There's there's a very biblical like way of looking at a character like this mm-hmm. because like he was, you know, he was born for evil, but you know he was raised to do good, and like they even like they they, they even like you know he does have like a faith aspect to him to some degree Mm -hmm. because of the way he was raised um but he's just this misunderstood guy but you know who who unfortunately has to like help save a world that doesn't really appreciate it you know i think i
0: think for hellboy lj i think mm -hmm. it's it's very much the story of you know i was born this way but that doesn't mean i have to be this way you know yes yes very much the just because this is, this is, you know, what I look like. This is who. That mm-hmm. doesn't mean this is who I am. Yeah. Which is a fantastic story in in and of itself.
1: Mm-hmm. And and he's got a band of you know supporting characters that are also the same way, and who have probably even bigger struggles to some degree. But Ron Perman's portrayal was great. Oh. Um, but yeah, I, I love the. I love the portrayal. I I did have some issues with with the second movie, like the, it, there was some awkwardness there, but uh, I I loved it. Um, as to comment on the newest movie, real quick, th- that movie's not great, but I also did like David Harbour's portrayal a little bit too. Um, but it's it's Ron Perlman that that, that I, I really liked, and I just mm-hmm. overall like the character of Hellboy and you know the message behind a character like that. So um, that's. That was my next pick.
2: So for my number two, I actually got two guys. I've been sticking with, you know, my heroes of horror and suspense films. And now I got to mention some heroes that were thought to be villains. And that's Tucker and Dale versus evil. Um, have either of y'all seen that? No, I haven't. Never. <laughs> I never seen the, the
1: title just seems silly enough to where it's like, that's probably actually good, but I'd never <laughs> watched it
2: hmm dr and dale versus evil it's an awesome horror comedy it's uh it, it's, it's basically two stories going on at once if you think mm. about it it's a group it's two hillbillies that are that like just like bought a, a cabin out in the woods they call it their summer home and they're going out there to fix it up but there's also some college <laughs> kids that are going to spend the night in the woods and from oh. their point of view it's a horror film and the hillbillies are the villains and it's a series of <laughs> It's a series of misunderstandings from there. Uh, I'll, I'll just give you the opening Gosh. one. Like, they go out swimming in a lake, but one girl, like, falls in and hits her head. The hillbillies, like, fish her out and put her in their boat, and they're like, hey, we we got your friend! The college students are like, oh my god, they've got Allison! <laughs> <laughs> oh,
1: so this man. is a,
2: this is a comedy? Yeah. I, I assume. And- and it's got moments of very violent gory stuff i won't lie but it's probably it's so it's so well done and it's it's just like it's funny it's got the horror Mm -hmm. it's actually got a good deal of heart uh in it at the by the end um it's crazy and i i love the two guys um uh alan tudyk is one of them uh one second. I'm sorry. Oh, I got to. I got to
1: see that now. If Alan Tudyk. Oh in my it. gosh, I do
2: too. <laughs> one second. I got to look up the other guy's name. So it's like Tyler Devine, but I don't know. Adam name. Devine. Tyler Labine. Was so, Yeah. Alan Tudyk is one of the guys. Tyler Labine is the other. They've got great chemistry. It's it's just funny from this point of view. And and this is true. I showed this movie to my folks a couple years ago. Really not sure how they were going to react, especially (laughs) to the gory stuff. They unexpectedly loved it. And I'm going to have to find this movie.
1: Yeah, And it's funny because ever,
2: it's funny because ever since then I've, I'm like, okay, well let me show, show them some other horror comedies. You know, I've shown them scream. I've shown them uh, cabin in the woods. I've shown them. You might be Mm. the killer. And every one of them, they're like, yeah, that that was okay. But, but, but it's no Tucker and Dale. Like, um, (laughs) Yeah, I I definitely recommend cool. this film if if you're up for that kind of thing. It's it's hilarious. Oh gosh, and that, awesome. sounds that sounds gonna have great. I'm going to have to watch this. movie. Uh, All right, it man. might,
0: it might be be on Netflix. Netflix. Nice. I'm going to have to look it up and see. But mm-hmm. well, my number 2 is from the better version of The Mummy. The old the good one Ooh. was Rick O'Connell played by Brendan Fraser. Um The Mummy is was when I was a kid, I I probably watched that movie probably five six times like that's how much i I, I, I did too
1: it. i like um, all of them
0: I, I, I haven't seen the third i actually only seen the first two i didn't see the third one because i was just like i don't really i'm not interested in yeah like, the third person. one's
1: okay but the first two are very nostalgic for me as well
0: oh yes like that character is like he's kind of like this indie like suave indiana jones han solo type character
1: he was kind of nathan drake before nathan drake was a he, thing
0: absolutely absolutely it's honestly i think i could be wrong but i think it's one of brendan fraser's most recognizable roles as well oh yeah um that and along with like george of the jungle or like the two big brendan fraser movies and that i've (laughs) seen that i like loved um when i was a kid but like dude like you can't beat classic the mummy like i yeah. i tried watching the the newest one with tom cruise i'm like no this is this is that's trash. a whole
1: different thing
0: um but but the character of rick like i said just that suave like like you were saying lj that's actually a really good like comparisons like that is nathan drake that is you know and it's it, it was just a fun movie it was a mm-hmm. fun character fun movie um I, I i could be wrong but i think it was rachel wise the yes the love interest Yes. Um, it was just, just a great movie. I, I and the character itself, um, was it was just an awesome portrayal. I, I got nothing more to say about it, but it's it's just like, that is one of my favorite like action heroes. Um, and then I will and I'll I'll start us on our number one. So this is my number one pick, and I might get a lot of some guff for it, but i really like this movie it is hugh jackman's portrayal of van helsing in the movie van helsing um Yo. a lot of people did not like that film and i thought that film <laughs> was amazing and i will die on it's that totally hill fun. it's a and, fun movie and i
1: love that you're bringing this up again because we had a whole rant about this movie last year too
0: yes we did I, <laughs> I will bring it up every year for halloween me and lj if you want to know what we're talking about go listen to the last last year's um we did a halloween cast and we talked about and i talked about this film i watched the I movie like the day the after movie we about it. it's such a great action movie hugh jackman is amazing as van helsing and like the lore is weird and stupid and corny um like it, it's, it's fun it's fun i mean don't go in that movie thinking you're gonna go watch this like amazing oscar winning performance it's right. goofy but it is so much fun like the way they bring like the monsters and van helsing's like reaction to the monsters and like he's like this just like bad a like like monster hunter it's just it's it's awesome so yeah, yeah. that is my number one pick <laughs> um was van helsing and i will probably talk about this every year for halloween So, <laughs> <laughs> all right lj
1: Okay. Um, my number one. Good luck is... following that. You know, <laughs> that's no, but that's good. Those are your personal picks. You're not you're yeah. not picking them because like everybody else picked them. You're picking them because no. you love them. You know. Um, my number one pick. This was a hard one because I I was kind of in a in a divide between two visually impaired characters. Um, because I've always had an attachment to those kind of characters because I I'm blind through my right eye. And I'm, I am I am limited to some degree like but I still and, and that's why these characters inspire me because it's like the only thing I really don't do myself is like drive drive a car but I can do everything else. I work a day job and everything but the characters that I was confused that I was very like I was very divided by um, Cyclops It was my honorable honorable mention from the X-Men. Uh, they did that character dirty in the movies. He did not. Mm-hmm. He did not get. I think what he deserved. Like he was present in the first one, but then, like as like Hugh Jackman's Wolverine was kind of the more focus of all those movies. They kind of weeded him out. A they kind bit. of literally. They literally killed him off in one of them, and he just got. He was kind of thrown aside in the second movie.
2: Yeah.
1: Um, but my number one pick is officially Daredevil um, for multiple reasons. Uh, for for the visually impaired thing this character obviously he has some weird like superpower that helps him like see like you know those super senses um oddly enough the I again a movie got me into this character and I will say the movie's actually not that mm-hmm. great looking back but it was the Ben Affleck Daredevil movie <laughs> that yes. that made me a fan of Daredevil and at this point I've read more comics I've watched the Netflix show um i actually want to purchase the um apparently there's an uncut version of the ben affleck daredevil movie that actually makes it uh better i guess apparently like i guess it's it's a apparently that director's cut is Mm -hmm. is an improved version so i am gonna have to watch that it's probably still not a great movie it's Um, like
0: it's like that movie was great and then they came out with Elektra and just pooped all over it. Like, <laughs> well,
1: yeah. At, at the time, it, it was one of those situations where, like, ever we were happy with whatever superhero movies we had. Oh yeah. It was, it was kind like, of
2: the end of an era. It, it was yes, kind of the yeah. last kind of superhero film like that. I honestly Before don't hate. I, I honestly don't hate Elektra like a lot of people do. I agree, it's not anything great, <laughs> it's weird. But I can get through it. But <laughs> yeah. 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 Uh, it's it's whatever i I, I will say have you ever seen that joke online that says um if i was new to comics and you told me there's a superhero who's blind and uses echolocation to fight and then there's another superhero who's an adrenaline junkie who flies around using gadgets and one of them's called batman and one of them's called daredevil i'd be really mad to find out which one is which
1: (laughs) yeah yeah i love that meme oh my gosh Uh, but yeah so just this uh, the character is much more like I, I do. Still have nostalgia for the Ben Affleck movie. Um, mm-hmm. I can watch it just because I'm like, it, it, I would say Venom feels a lot like what those movies were back in the day, where it was mm-hmm. like they're not not great, they're cheesy, they're fun, they're they they do okay with what they have, kind of a thing. Um, but yeah, Daredevil was you know he does have the faith background again uh, again, which I think is really cool mm-hmm. for a character to have that balance and to have that thing that like. They probably forget about a lot of the time, <laughs> but yeah. in the end, it, it makes them human and it makes them have morals and things like that. And um, those comics get dark, and that Netflix show gets dark. Um, oh, yeah. I love, I love mm-hmm. the character. Uh, he's, you know, he's he's very boots on the ground uh, compared to a lot of other heroes. And um, I, I, yeah, Daredevil my number one. Mm-hmm. Awesome, yeah. yeah. Hey,
0: Cooper what is your number one
2: wow neither one of y'all said it i'm actually really shocked okay uh, i'm curious yeah and it's it's a <laughs> uh, I honestly this goes down to me as one of the just great heroes in all of cinema not just horror but sci-fi horror i'm talking about ellen ripley dude i Ooh. almost put it on the list if that makes see, you feel any better see
1: i'm 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 more of a predator fan than an alien fan so mm-hmm. but yes it was
2: almost on mine i know i almost <laughs> brought up aliens on my uh on my monsters list last time too but um right. I, it almost seemed like too obvious of a choice i'm like yeah mm-hmm. let me go to something that's more right. specific to me but yeah i um i didn't see the first alien film until about three years ago and i finally saw aliens this year mm. um and i'm just like yes i i love i love this character um mm-hmm. anytime i see you know I, i've seen it every once in a while in the last couple of years people try to use the straw man argument of uh oh you know men don't like women in action movies or something like that and mm. i'm just like she was doing it back then and it's because she's such a great character yeah. she's human you see the struggle mm-hmm. she has but dang it she's also a badass too and she's smart yeah. and yeah. It, it it just it makes sense and i i i love I don't know. I, I love all that with her because it feels rewarding when she succeeds. Mm, and yeah. I, I like that a lot. Um Yeah. I, I'd heard the sequel built up to me for years and, and just that title too. It's like, Oh, one alien was bad enough. And now, yeah, it, now you add it, make it plural. Um, I,
1: I need to watch that one because I think like you, like I only had seen alien a couple years ago. I went through a binge Mm -hmm. a few years ago and i watched prometheus i watched covenant and then alien but now i gotta watch those other ones
2: yeah i do need to see the third one i've heard i've heard the third one starts off bad but overall Mm. it's still a decent film Mm -hmm. um yeah but yeah i I do like to see and then then yeah i I, and that's another thing i only saw predator this this past year so once i see Mm. get a few of those under my belt maybe i'll finally see alien versus predator but um (laughs) yeah yeah that'd be cool but I mean, yeah. Props to Sigourney Weaver. I I read that when she got nominated for an Oscar for Aliens, they said it was the first time um, a a woman got nominated for a female action for a, an action movie. Oh, that's um, awesome. And I can't imagine that action stars got too many nominations to begin with. Like,
1: right?
2: I I, I can't think of any Oscar nominated action performances. So yeah. I mean, yeah. I think that's great.
0: Nice. Mm-hmm. Guys, that was an awesome. We had some great names. No, I do <laughs> it really get. Does anybody indics. have any like uh, any 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 extras, any bonus shout outs or anything? I have um, one, but I'll let you guys go first.
2: Um, I, uh, you know, uh, kind of just like Ellen, I almost thought about bringing up Buffy. You know, that's just Ooh, another. A
1: good one. As yeah. far
2: as uh, it, especially because I'm like, I feel like I should mention one TV hero somewhere in there. But mm-hmm. I mean, yeah, uh, love that. Uh, I almost brought up the kids from The Visit. Um. I I I followed M Night Shyamalan's career a lot and I was really excited for the visit and it it I I think it's and it satisfied me a lot. I, I love it's a, the kind of movie I love watching every Halloween and I do <laughs> like uh the kids in it. I like their chemistry as brother and sister and I also like that at the end of the movie they do it shows them fighting back but like realistically they just they don't just instantly whip out a gun and know how to fire or anything they're <laughs> you know they're fighting back mm-hmm. in ways that you believe kids could actually do so yeah uh i like that so yeah oh, that nice lj do you
0: have any
1: uh, the one i was when when my list was much more comic book focused um i i was going to mention shazam um mm. oh yeah formal formally known as captain marvel until they just decided to call him shazam which was a good move mm. um <laughs> yeah because um yeah at one point he was referred to as captain marvel and then because of marvel stuff they ended up like switching it um mm-hmm. because yeah so uh, i became a fan of of that character when i played um mortal kombat versus dc which is an odd <laughs> That's I, a thing I, I beca- yeah i became a fan <laughs> of like of some of these characters through weird weird mm-hmm. memes for sure um, I love the way he played and I just love the concept of, of this kid transforming into this super-powered wizard. And, like you Cameron, I, whenever I heard about Mortal Kombat versus DC, I was like, that's a thing? This is stupid. <laughs> but, then, but then that relationship between you know, they had just got uh, that company just got bought by WB Interactive at the time because Midway went defunct. Um, but that game, which I ended up liking, eventually spawned the Injustice series, which uh, Shazam was also present in those, and I just loved the way he played. Like
2: he mm-hmm. would have
1: this cool move that I always loved when he would pick up people, and he would do the Shazam thing, but he had mm. he had him in a bear hug, so they would get shocked by the lightning instead of him yeah. like transforming. I just thought that was like the coolest move. Um, mm-hmm. I like that movie that came out in the last couple of years. Mm-hmm. Also, Very Zachary Levi is so good. I can't wait for the yeah. second one. Yes, I'm looking forward to the second one as well. But um, mm-hmm. yeah, Shazam was on my initial list so mm-hmm.
0: nice yeah well my little special shout out is guys i told you i don't i don't like horror movies i don't but uh-huh. this one i made a super special exception for oh. Is the movie it's more comedy than horror okay it is the movie um willie's wonderland uh. um, specifically <laughs> nicholas cage's it. character Oh my gosh, guys. Oh my gosh. <laughs> that movie. nicholas Cage
2: doesn't have a single line in that movie.
1: Doesn't really? Say a word. Wow. Does not say a word. I, love that. I kept
2: thinking he was going to say something right at the end, and he never did.
0: <laughs> he's this butt kicking jant. Like, this guy, he just comes for, for those. So, if you've ever played Five Nights at Freddy's, it's the same concept. This guy kind of comes in, he's supposed to be cleaning to get his car fixed. Well, he doesn't know that the owners don't tell him that these things come, these animatronics come to life and they're killer robots, basically. Um, and he fights them, like, and he legitimately, like, destroys them, wrecks shop. And it is, it <laughs> is, oh my gosh. I've seen this movie twice now and I want to watch it again. <laughs> um, it, like, for the fact that he doesn't have a single line in the movie, but then you could still, like, he's still funny. And still, like, total bad A. Eh? And it's, like, at one point of the movie there's he's about to fight an animatronic and he, like, holds his finger up. His watch goes off because the owner told him to take breaks. And he <laughs> holds his finger up and he like gives the knife to this this kid that broke in or whatever. gives the knife gives like a knife to him. He gives it and then he walks away and takes his lunch break. Like wow. it's it's hilarious. That's and great. To and to, like Nicolas Cage, it's just one of those. You know, I, I, up to this point, Nicolas Cage just doesn't even care anymore. That he dude's just, like, having he goes,
1: a renaissance because of that. Like, he's yeah. like,
0: I don't care, whatever. I'll be in whatever. Like yeah. he does not. He legitimately does not care. Mm-hmm. And so for him to be in this movie was it was a treat like it was a treat to have him in this film so if you haven't seen it it's more comedy i would say it's more comedy than horror there are a horror elements in it they mm-hmm. do have some scary moments do not watch this with kids it is bloody it is violent um mm-hmm. but if you are like i don't really know i don't like horror movies but i do like the horror comedy if you're a horror comedy fan go watch it Th- this okay. film is fantastic
2: how oh. awesome is that line uh he's not stuck in there with him they're stuck in they're, here with him yeah they're stuck in here
0: there's they are stuck in there with him that,
1: that's <laughs> that's the same thing i've heard about um the doom slayer in doom like mm-hmm. you you don't fear them they fear they he didn't like he doesn't fear them they fear him kind of for mm-hmm. <gasps> yeah, or yeah. Left or dead zombies
2: with uh <laughs> yeah, one million zombies for survivors they're gonna need more zombies
0: yeah. Right, <laughs> right. right. LJ, you need to go see this movie, man. Cool. This is it's. I'm gonna check it out. It's incredible. Mm-hmm. But well, guys, that wraps it up. We have we have did monsters. We did our, our favorite uh, monsters, our favorite, um, our favorite uh, heroes. Um Let me let me tell you this. Out of our entire list, out of both lists for both weeks, if you had to pick one, this is a. We won't go into a lot of discussion. You could just name it because I know we do need to wrap the show up here, but. If you had to choose one from your entire list of monsters and heroes, who do you pick? Hmm. LJ. He's
2: your number
1: one. Uh, Oh, my number one? Let me go back here real quick.
2: (laughs) Yeah, I'm kind of thinking the same thing too.
1: Gosh.
2: I threw them a (laughs) curveball.
1: I mean, really, between... between, So, I'm I'm playing this out in my head as in Daredevil and Predator, because now I want to see that happen. I want to see Daredevil (laughs) fight Predator. Um gosh it that's so hard i like both of those characters so much mm-hmm. um i could see daredevil pulling it off though so i'm gonna have to say daredevil even though predator's mm. tough predator is i've been a predator fan longer than i've been a daredevil fan but i mm-hmm. would love to see daredevil win that fight <clears throat>
0: mm-hmm. all right cameron you could choose from either list
1: uh
2: i'm i i'll probably go with king kong because again he's kind of both um
1: yeah sure. yeah
2: i i think uh yeah I, I think i'm gonna go with him just gotta side with the big guy he's uh he's got a heart too and i like that mm-hmm.
0: <laughs> you guys know who i'm gonna choose van helsing <laughs> <laughs> what was your number one for monster again my number one monster what was my number one monster yeah uh, oh yeah. gremlins gremlins oh it was yeah.
1: gremlins okay yeah. oh yeah.
0: man it was gremlins um <laughs> yeah <laughs> uh, van Helsing. that's that's no no explanation needed for that one <laughs> <laughs> lj where can they find you
1: uh you can find me on twitter and instagram at war hero lj uh you can find geeks under grace at geeks
0: and you can find us on our various social medias you can find us on twitter at nerds mountain on facebook at mountain nerds podcast and on instagram at mountain nerds pod you can give us uh, a watch on Twitch every Sunday. You can catch our live-action role-play game, The Glass Hollow Tales. Um, we are streaming that every other week, In the weeks that we're not doing that, I am uh, streaming. So check us out on Twitch. Give us a follow, guys. Thanks again. LJ, thanks again for doing t- our first two-part episode.
1: It's um, been great.
0: Yeah, This one this one was really, really fun, um, and we will definitely have you back next Halloween so I can talk more of Van Helsing. So. Um, <laughs> yeah! <laughs> but guys that is it um stay safe stay nerdy and be blessed